Welcome, I'm Rev. Tim Earhart, and this is Daily Bible Reflections for June 27, 2023. Today's New Testament lesson comes from the book of Revelation, chapter 2, verses 8 to 11. Persevere. Write this letter to the angel of the church in Smyrna. This is the message from the one who is the first and the last, who was dead but now alive. I know about your suffering and your poverty, but you are rich. I know the blasphemy of those opposing you. They say they are Jews, but they are not, because their synagogue belongs to Satan. Don't be afraid of what you are about to suffer. The devil will throw some of you into prison to test you. You will suffer for ten days, but if you remain faithful, even when facing death, I will give you the crown of life. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Whoever is victorious will not be harmed by the second death. New Living Translation It's one thing to get a letter from someone prominent or famous. It's quite another thing to receive a letter from Jesus. The unique thing about chapters 2 and 3 of Revelation is that Jesus himself addresses seven distinct churches. <clears throat> Today's New Testament lesson is directed to the church at Smyrna, which was a large and beautiful port city in the ancient world. Jesus was letting the believers in Smyrna know they were about to experience severe persecution. However, they need not be fearful and can remain faithful because their Lord knows all about suffering. The church's perseverance under such trouble would result in the crown of life given to them by Jesus himself. This was surely an encouragement to the believers as they underwent difficulty. The congregation at Smyrna was facing imprisonment for their faith, and for some, even death. The heart of the message by Jesus is to remain faithful, to persevere through the trouble. There will always be cowards and those with weak faith who will fold when the going gets tough. Yet persecution and hardship have a way of purging the individual soul and the collective church of its dross. Suffering is inevitable, and usually out of our jurisdiction. But how we handle the adversity when it comes is completely under our control. Few of us will ever likely face a hardship that could result in martyrdom. Knowing there are brothers and sisters in the faith throughout the world who do face hardship for their devotion and beliefs puts our own troubles in a different light. The daily irritations and trials that God puts in our way to refine us and shape our faith certainly seem small compared to imprisonment and martyrdom. Yet no matter who we are and where we are located on this earth, whether facing uncommon hardship or banal difficulty, the afflictions of both body and soul come to us as opportunities to lean into faith and to love Jesus to the end. <clears throat> the Lord is not looking for perfect people, just faithful followers 
willing to endure suffering with the truth that Christ stands with us. Whatever our current circumstances may be, and wherever we find ourselves, Jesus offers us his perspective on it. Jesus knows precisely what is going on and understands the spiritual resources you and I possess for each adverse situation we encounter. In fact, few of us really discern the largesse of internal resources within us because of Christ's redemptive work in the Spirit's abiding presence, not to mention the very personhood God graciously gave us in the womb before we were even born. Even though it seems that at times we lack strength or wisdom and courage for what is ahead, Christ has supreme confidence in us to maintain faith and to endure through our afflictions. Life is not a sprint. Life is a marathon. And to finish the race, we need to be in good spiritual health. Perseverance of the saints happens as we run step after step with boldness, despite fear of an unknown future around the bend. This requires the equipment of risk, vulnerability, accountability, and steadfast love, which is both received and given. Perhaps most of all, it requires keeping our heads up and running toward the promise of reward at the finish. The crown of life is an image of both congratulation and celebration of a race well run and the enjoyment of unending communion with our Lord, for whom we have endured so much. When all is said and done, at the end of the age, we will look back in hindsight and see that it was really Jesus who all along was fortifying us to keep standing and keep going. Christ is so vested in us that he continually ensures our ultimate victory through a constant presence of help and encouragement. The heritage of both Reformation and Holy Scripture testify to this truth. John Calvin said, All our progress and perseverance are from God. Philippians 1.6 says, I'm sure about this. The one who started a good work in you will stay with you to complete the job by the day of Christ Jesus. Grant, O oh God, that we may never lose the way through our self-will, and so end up in the far countries of the soul, that we may never abandon the struggle, but that we may endure to the end, and so be saved, that we may never drop out of the race, but that we may ever press forward to the goal of our high calling, and that we may never choose cheap and passing things, and let go of the precious things that last forever that we may never take the easy way, and so leave the right way, that we may never forget that sweat is the price of all things, and that without the cross there cannot be the crown. So keep us and strengthen us by your grace, that no disobedience and no weakness and no failure may stop us from entering into the blessedness which await those who are faithful and all the changes and chances of life, down even to the gates of death, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.